All right, all right, all right. Welcome to my podcast. This is Casey on the Beat. Um, and this is the Casey on the Beat show. Uh, I'm going to be doing this podcast solo today. Uh, Cape Connors is out. He had some issues that he had to take care of. So he's going to go ahead and um, get started with that. Today's uh, March the 26th, I believe, 2019. And um, we're going to go ahead and get this on the road. Uh, first, I want to start with um, a couple of issues. To all my subscribers that I had uh, prior to uh, a week or two ago, I ran into some issues. I was using a podcasting host by the name of uh, Podcast Machine, and I ran into some issues with the bandwidth uh, where you, you know, if you're familiar with pod hosting and things like that. You run your podcast through a host site. You pay them a couple of dollars, whatever the case may be, and they give you a certain amount of bandwidth. So my subscribers had increased. And what ended up happening is that, you know, I wasn't prepared for that. And as I tried to go about upgrading um, to having a broader bandwidth, for some reason on that particular website, it kept airing out that I tried uh, contacting them for technical support and kept getting the same reply as far as the email. So I actually left those guys and went and switched over to Podbean. Pod, bleh, Podbean, sorry. And um, I feel like I'm getting cut out here. Uh, none, nonetheless, I switched over to Podbean and... Um, so now I'm going to, you know, be using them as far as my hosting is concerned to make sure that that mistake doesn't happen again. Uh, so I'm going to be working with them and, you know, that particular hosting site to make sure everyone can uh, reach my podcast and things like that. So I appreciate the patience and things of that nature for uh new followers or, you know, hopefully the old followers can still find me if they had me under iTunes or Stitcher Radio, things like that. Um, so I do want to apologize for that. That is a technical difficulty that I have zero control over. Um, so that was an issue that actually sent me into a total anxiety attack and, um, <laughs> I said to myself, I need to switch over because these guys aren't responding. They're not working with me. And so uh, I had to take my business elsewhere. So I appreciate the years from, what, 2015 to 2019 of being on Podcast Machine, but I had to go. Um, it is what it is. Now, today I'm using a condenser microphone. So if I sound a little funny, I apologize because I switched my mic out. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get this started. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things I wanted to talk about, um, something within myself, um, relatives, friends, uh, family, you know, whomever, you know, it's about stress and depression. Um, as myself, you know, being an older man and, you know, having children and a wife and things of that nature. 
you know, stress coming comes in all sizes, different angles, things like that. It comes from everywhere. It pours down on you. And um, you, as a man, you have to learn how to actually manage it and stay afloat, you know, because as the man of the house, you're responsible for maintaining this uh, particular persona, I say, you know, of being strong. And, you know, to be honest, as a male, it is extremely difficult to maintain that persona. Um, I don't think a lot of people really understand the pressure a man, let alone a black man, is under um, every day of their life. Um, we're, we're taught at a young age to not be sensitive, not be emotional, uh, things of that nature. So, you know, with that being said, we go through a lot and we, you know, harbor a lot. And after we carry a shitload of stress on us, you know, it becomes a burden. And after the burden comes the depression. Because, you know, as a man, you take it all in and you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to, you know, seem like you're a crybaby and things of that nature. So you, you know, kind of fall back a little bit and, you know, not really discuss it with people. And it, it is a hell of a burden. Um, and on top of that, you, you know, when you're dealing with this stress, anxiety, panic, attacks, whatever the case may be, sometimes I think what it is is, you know, we as men, we're always worried, you know, hey, you know, am I going to get this done? Am I going to get that done? Uh, can I make this timeline? Can I make that timeline? And we, like I said, take on a lot. And, you know, if you had a plate of food, you know, our plate typically is spilling over. And although we're able to focus on, you know, one thing or multiple things at a time, sorry, or multiple things at a time, you know, it, it becomes very overwhelming. And, you know, I, I actually follow this guy. Uh, I think his name is Danda Panny, I believe it is. Um, and, you know, I, I, I saw a video where he was, actually discussing this and I said to myself today that I'm going to stop worrying. I'm going to stop worrying about, you know, uh, the next day. I'm going to stop worrying about the past. I'm just going to focus on the present um, because the things of the past, you cannot change. Um, and the things of the future they haven't gotten there yet. And, you know, a lot of times I find myself personally running around, running around being worried, you know, and, you know, if it's a Monday, I'm worried about Friday. And because I'm a very analytical person, you know, I'm always thinking of the worst possible scenario. And it, is, it has taken a toll on me. You know, I woke up this morning, for example, and my whole entire body hurt. You know, I'm a 45-year-old man. And, 
you know, I, I consider myself to be somewhat athletic. You know, I, I love running. Um, I love walking, things like that. Uh, I love working out. And, you know, if, from my shoulders, my knees, my back, my head, my neck, my uh, uh, hamstrings, calves, everything was hurting. And I said, you know, I, I'm, and, and it's funny because I haven't worked out, I haven't been running and anything like that where, you know, your tip, your body would typically be sore from that, you know, uh, but no, I haven't done anything recently. And, you know, I said to myself, it's, it's the burden, the stress that I'm carrying. It's too much weight. And I said to myself, you know, I went and took a Epsom salt bath for, you know, 20 minutes. That's the limit they state you should sit in there. And, you know, took a hot shower after the bath and I felt 100% better. You know, and it was, it was stress. You know, um, I deal with a lot of stress from my family, um, a lot of personal issues, and it, it, it was weighing on me. And if I don't sound like I'm really into this podcast, as I normally have a ton of energy to do them, it's because of that. You know, um, I'm trying to relax my mind. This was probably a bad time for me to do a, pro a podcast, but I felt like it's the only time I can actually really come in here and speak from the heart, you know, and, you know, one of my major issues is that, you know, having, you know, having uh, children and, you know, with my, you know, my wife and everything, you know, that's one that's one little, one little circle, but then I still have, you know, my sister, my mom and things like that. And, you know, sometimes, man, I tell you, you, you definitely have to be very careful of energy vampires. Energy vampires are those that take your energy, just suck it right out of you as soon as they come in the room. And, I find myself dealing with that, you know, um, I have, you know, I love my mom, you know, and, and, um, I wish all the best for her, but she takes a lot of my energy. I do a lot for my mom, a lot. And, you know, a lot of times she don't have to ask and things of that nature, but sometimes it could be extremely overwhelmed, overwhelming. And, um, you know, it, it will cause me to be stressed because I'm trying to make sure I take care of things for her. I'm trying to make sure I take care of things for my wife. I'm trying to make sure I'm taking care of things for my daughter, my stepchildren, you know, then I may have a friend that may call about something. Um, so, it, it, you know, you kind of put in a situation where you're just being pulled all around the place. And sometimes, you know, I can ignore friends and relatives and things of that nature that, you know, call. Because, you know, recently I started, um, I have an iPhone, so I started putting my phone on Do Not Disturb, like 24 hours a day. But... You know, with my mom living with me, uh, 
it's a constant battle between, you know, my mom and my wife. You know, sometimes I have battles between my wife and my daughter, you know, where I'm, I'm pick, you know, I have to pick and choose and, you know, it is extremely stressful. Now, when it comes to my mom and my wife, my wife is my future. My mom had me, but <clears throat> my wife is my future. And, you know, I have to make sure I, you know, I, I took a vow, you know, to be there for my wife. And a lot of times I find myself putting my wife to the curb and, you know, hey, baby, well, we'll take care of that. Let me help my mother with this. Let me help my mother with that. Oh, baby, um, I'll get to it in a second. Let me just go and see what my mom want. You know, and it, it has reached a breaking point you know, in me today. And, you know, I said to myself, I, I cannot do that. I, I can't do that. You know, um, I was, you know, as, as I grew up as a child, you know, my mom wasn't as nurturing as most moms should be. And, you know, it's crazy um, because as unnurturing as she was to me, I nurture her. And, um, you know, I, I taught my, my sons to do the same thing, uh, my other children, everybody caters to her. And, you know, I said to my son last night, um, you know, I give so much, you know, I never receive anything. You know, and I know that's not the point of life. Um, it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the reason why you do things. But, you know... And if you flip it, you know, I say that my mom takes, takes, takes and never give back. And um, it, it becomes extremely stressful. So, you know, I, I just wanted to take, you know, the first 15 minutes, you know, just saying, listen, you know, stress is real. Depression is real. You know, uh, find ways to try to handle it to where as though it's not handling you. Because, you know, that's how suicide and things like that take place. When you don't take time out for yourself and you're always worried about others and, you know, what's going to make this person happy? What's going to make that person happy? You need to focus on yourself and the person you are committed to making happy. You know, I am committed to making my wife happy, making my children happy. The way I view it with my parents is that, you had your run and it is what it is. And let me be great. Let me run my household. Let me uh, give my wife 110% of my time. You know, um, you know, my wife is uh, going into nursing. She was a licensed practical nurse, which is an LPN. And now she's graduating college as a RN, a BSNRN, and, you know, she was happy that she had, um, she passed her test with a 99%, which is great. And um, I think it was the NCLEX or something of that nature. And, you know, I haven't even had the time to tell her congratulations, you know, and I haven't, you know, because I'm so stressed and bummed out that, you know, I'm like, oh, do I even take that energy around her? You know, and it's, it, it has really gotten me down. So I said, you know, look, I need to do something. I need to fix this. You know, um, 
although I cultivate and, you know, use, you know, cannabis from now and then and, and you know, to kind of calm my nerves, that's not the answer all the time. So sometimes I have to look within myself and say, you know, what is your purpose? What's your purpose on this earth? There was a purpose, you know, and you have to fulfill that purpose and you cannot let someone else take your energy from you and leave you depleted, you know? And I said to myself today, no more. I, I, I can't um, deal with sitting up here being stressed out, not being able to be there for my family, not being able to be there for my children and things of that nature because I'm so stressed out dealing with, you know, everything that everyone else needs. And like I stated, you know, my wife has worked so hard to get to where she is and, you know, she's at a proud moment and, you know, I'm, I'm mentally drained and it's no fault of her own. And um, I should have been able to say to her, you know, congratulations or I'm proud of you or anything like that. Like I was totally numb and, you know, I just want to say, man, listen, if you're going through whatever, take the time out for yourself. Um, take the time out for the ones you love. Don't give all your energy to those that isn't giving you positivity back. And unfortunately, yes, I, like I said before, I do love my mom and I support her 110%, but I have to get better at supporting my wife. And I will admit that I don't do that all the time. You know, man, taking care of the kids, the household and financial things like that. Yes, I do take care of that. I do provide, I do, I, I, I lead, I provide, I protect, but it's at the, the little things, the little things where I lack. Um, and I need to get a, a whole lot better with that. Um, so I just want to let you guys know, man, don't let people take your energy. All right? Cool. Now that we're done with that, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and, I, and I, you know, it, I kind of had a Seinfeld moment with this one, which was funny, is comforters. You know, the blankets, comforters, things we use on our beds. When are you supposed to dispose of them? Because I have like a trillion comforters in my home. I have more comforters than I have beds. And for some weird reason, we never throw away comforters. And, you know, I have comforters in space bags. I have comforters just everywhere. And, you know, the other day I had my daughter cleaning out her room. And I said to myself, hey, um... Because it was this uh, huge tote, like a big giant tote. And uh, I said, baby girl, what you, what's in this tote? You know, let's go ahead and do some spring cleaning. And she opened the tote, and lo and behold, it was a ton of blankets and comforters. My bedroom closet has blankets and comforters. I have blankets and comforters in my laundry room. I have a blanket and comforter in the living room. They're, like, they're all over the place. And I don't want to consider that a portion of hoarding, but yeah, um, when is it time to let go? Why don't we let go? 
you know, um, are you supposed to hold on to comforters for life? Or, you know, because we just keep buying more and more and more and more because they look fluffy, they look soft. And, you know, the older ones, you know, they get a little flat. And sometimes I say to myself, well, you know, if I layer it a bit, you know, it should be fine. Or, you know, I go grab a duvet and stuff the duvet cover, you know, with the comforters. But it's just so many comforters. Like, damn it. You know, I got sheet sets, um, twins and queens and kings and fools. And I'm like, I don't even own all these bids. When do you start throwing sheets away? When is the proper time to get rid of linen? You know, towels, all that, you know, all types of stuff. And, you know, I find myself sitting there like just having a ton of this stuff in my house. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's the proper, you know, protocol for this, you know, because this shit's just all over the place. And I really want to make space. I want to, what is that, feng shui or whatever, and just start getting rid of a lot of stuff. I think, you know, when it comes to linen, I'm a hoarder. When it comes to T-shirts, Lord knows I'm a hoarder. Man, I, I, I'll tell you this. I got more T-shirts than I have closet space. And they're all over the place. I, I have a whole uh, laundry basket full of T-shirts, like white T-shirts and T-shirts with, you know, printed stuff on it, like Pink Floyd and Transformer logos, you know, just stuff like that. Just, you know, and it's just sitting here. I don't even want to wear it anymore because it's old or, you know, well, vintage or whatever you want to call it. So, I, you know, I'll sit there and I'll... Um, I'll just leave it. It'll be balled up, you know, and I never come back to revisit it. So it's like, you know, when is a good time to start letting that type of stuff go? Um, but, I, you know, for me, it's the same thing with shoes. I got a ton of old shoes. Like, I used to be a sneakerhead and I, you know, held on to shoes so long that, man, I have shoes I probably had for 20 years and the soles sound like dress shoes and they're actually tennis shoes. And they should never sound like that, but they do. Um, but sound like I have a hoarding problem. Maybe I do, you know, because um, I know, you know, when I look at my studio desk, I got stuff, little small things that, you know, probably could have went in the trash, like an old... Uh, CR-2032 battery, uh, anything, you know, tools, tools just sitting around, um, uh, fabrics off in the bottles, you know, anything like, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's like, why am I holding on to this? You know, and maybe it's, you know, something from my, my, my childhood. I don't know. I have no clue. You know, maybe subconsciously, you know, I watch my parents do it and now I'm doing it. So I, I have no clue. I know my mom's a hoarder um, and never wants to throw things away. I don't mind. But when it comes to my clothes and shoes, and like I said, towels, comforters, I never want to trash. Now I'll trash a washcloth in a, in a heartbeat, you know, a sponge, washcloths and things like that. But Body towels I don't want to get rid of. It's like, oh, you can use that one day. I can cut it in half and wash the truck and never do it. 
you know, so that's, you know, that was one of the things on my list of things to discuss. Uh, so you can let me know, you know, when is the proper time, you know, just, I, I, I don't even think I dropped my email, but it's the Casey on a B show at gmail.com. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was shortening these podcasts. Uh, I typically will go for a full hour. I'm thinking when I'm doing solo podcasts, I'm con- really considering doing a 30 minute podcast versus talking for a whole hour. And then when Cape Connors is with me, I can do the full hour because I'm going to try to add different flavors to it and make things a little different and, you know, throw a little game in there and things like that just to make it kind of exciting and not so much always being dull and just give it a, you know, talk radio feel, you know, a couple of, couple of sound effects and things of that nature. Um, so let me know what y'all think about that, you know, um, and I'm trying to come up with different concepts because I, I have a lot of ideas in my head and I think a lot of it is good ideas and some of it is trial and error. Um, but I just, you know, I want to have fun at the same time of getting things off my chest and just doing talk radio. Like I say, you know, normal everyday life things, normal everyday life issues. You know, it's cool to talk politics. It's cool to talk about what's in the news and, you know, gossip and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know, we can lighten up a little little bit and have a little bit more fun, you know, and um, just enjoy life. You don't have to be so serious all the time. I think that's my biggest issue. I'm always so serious, you know, had a deep in-depth conversation with my eight-year-old son the other day. And normally, you know, I kind of rule with an iron fist. And I said, you know, I, I, if I'm ruling with an iron fist and he's only eight, what is he really getting from that? Because a lot of the things we talk about goes over his head. He doesn't understand. And I'm thinking to myself, well, he should understand. He's human. And, you know, he's just looking at me with his bright eyes. And he's like, Dad, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> so I have to... You know, I I said to myself in dealing with him, I'm going to have to, you know, kind of pull back a little bit and, you know, dumb it down. I'm Not that he's dumb, but, you know, kind of come down to his level and not be so serious with everything, but still, you know, stand firm in my beliefs, you know, of being a dad and things of that nature. And um, just take it easy on him uh, because... Sometimes I feel like as as a father, as a man, you know, as a brother, as a son, as an uncle, you know, I have a lot of titles to fill. And it's not always easy. And because I, I you know, struggle with consistency, you know, that's one of my um, biggest things is my consistency. Um and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a relator, so I treat everyone the same regardless of who it is. You know, my communication is key. And I stay focused, but, you know, through communication, I can't communicate with an eight-year-old the same way I would a 28-year-old because they, they're not going to understand. 
and vice versa. So, you know, those are some of the things that I think I need to work on. And um, I'm going to go ahead and push forward with that and see if that helps me with the stress, depression or whatever. And, you know, so that I can get through this because I want to live a long, prosperous life. I'm, you know, I want to see my daughter graduate college. You know, I know I got, I got a long time for that. She's only six. But if I keep stressing the way I'm stressing and being depressed as well as being a diabetic, it's not going to look that good for me. So I'm going to go ahead and prepare myself to get out of here uh, because I'm at the 29 mark and I said I was going to do this for 30 minutes. So I'm going to try to keep that promise and hold on to that and do 30 minute podcasts uh, when I'm by myself. So this is Casey on the beat. You can reach me at a, at Casey on the beat on Twitter at Casey on the beat on Instagram. Uh, you can also email any questions and comments to the Casey on the beat show at gmail.com. All right. I appreciate you guys listening. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. And that's a wrap, man. Have a great day.